Good leadership matters, especially to a member-run organization like the American Angus Association. This November, five returning board members are running for five open seats on the Angus board. I'm Miranda Ryman with the Angus Journal team, and I'm introducing you to each of those candidates before next month's annual meeting. Today I'm visiting with Charles Mott from Olivet, South Dakota. And Charles, you've been on the board for a couple of years, but why don't you just start by telling people a little bit about yourself and your involvement in the Angus business? Sure. Uh, I'm the third generation Angus uh, farmer, rancher here at our place at Olivet, South Dakota. Uh, my kids will be the fourth and my grandson hopefully will be the fifth. Uh, we have an annual bull sale where we sell about 110 to 120 bulls every year in the spring. Uh, we breed about 400 females a year. Uh, we're a diverse farm. We have corn, beans, wheat. Uh, the area here with, that we live in uh, really diverse. Uh, a lot of cattle, a lot of cow-calf operation. Uh, you, you don't have to go far away and there'll be some feedlots. Uh, so yeah, that's sort of our family. Uh, Angus is our main income. Selling bulls is our main income. Uh, very family ran. Uh, I have one son-in-law back uh, that's helping us and two boys that are back or coming back as soon as they're done with college. So yeah, it's a hands-on operation, I guess. And being located there kind of in the heart of cow-calf country probably gives you good perspective for the next question, which is what, what does the Angus breed have going for it? Or what are some of the biggest strengths of the Angus breed and the association today? Yeah, the, the one thing that comes to mind is the diversity that our breed has. Uh, we have a lot of different breeders doing different things, and that's what gives us the strength. Uh, not one person comes to our bull sale looking all for the same thing. They all have different needs, different desires, and that's why I feel the Angus breed is doing as well as it does is because of the diversity. We have the greatest females. We have the greatest carcass traits. We have the greatest performing animals and uh, you can get basically whatever you want. And we need to keep breeders doing different things to keep our breed strong, I guess. Oftentimes I would say that things that are strengths can also be challenges too. So next question is what are the challenges um, and how can the association help address those or how can the association be more valuable to both breeders and commercial customers? Well, uh, I want to sort of go back to that other question that you asked uh, about the association. I, you know, sure. I said about the breed, but I didn't really talk much about the association. I feel being on the board, our greatest strength of the association is that we are financially, very financially strong. Uh, the past boards have worked hard to keep us financially strong, uh, having reserves that we can use. Uh, uh, yeah, we're, we're a strong association and we need to continue to keep it strong financially. Uh, 
the past boards have done an extremely good job developing different segments of our, our association. Uh, AGI is an important part. Uh, we need to keep that growing and let that do what it can do. Uh, API is another part of the association. Not many associations have a paper and ways that we can advertise our genetics, and uh, that's really important. CAB uh, sort of stands alone, and you could talk all day how great they are. Uh, one thing that we probably don't talk enough about is our foundation. Uh, without youth, we have no future. Uh, one other thing that's really important, and I think it's going to really take off, and I, I hope you can see that as members, is Angus Link. Uh, it's growing this last year. I think now the enrollments are up to 165,000 head. Uh, the next thing of our strength of our association are the employees from the top to bottom. Uh, excellent em uh, employees. Uh, the one thing being on the board, we get to meet a lot of them, deal with a lot of the employees. We have excellent people working for the association. Uh, the one other thing that we need to talk and promote more, and we're lucky to have them, are our regional managers. What they do, their faces are out in public throughout the United States. Very, very important part of the association. And we have some really good ones. Uh, the challenges uh, coming up, uh, I feel, is technology. Uh, the technology is changing so fast and the speed of it changing is unbelievable. It's going to get faster and faster. How we deal with the technology, what uh, we implement is going to be the important, important part of being a board member. Uh, we can do things very fast at the current uh, days or the current situations that we have, but we have to make sure as a board that we do it right. And that would be the biggest challenge as uh, things change. Uh, we're lucky as an association to have probably the, I feel, a great or greatest IT program. Uh, I was amazed uh, when we when I first got on the board, the number of people that work making our computer systems better, uh, all the things they do just to change a pedigree is enormous amount of, of work that uh, that team does and the security that they, they work at on a daily, hourly process. So, yeah, technology and the speed that it moves is going to be our greatest challenge. I think, Charles, that probably feeds right into the next question on you kind of even alluded to it. And what have you learned during your first term on the board or maybe what surprised you or what knowledge do you think will make you even better equipped the second time around? Uh, yeah, uh, learned a lot being on the board. Uh, the main thing is there's a lot of moving parts. Uh, it isn't just registering cattle anymore. It's uh, getting the data to make our decisions better with AGI. It's uh, promoting our breed with CAB. It's uh, 
our, the needs of our breed are so different from the south to north to east to west. There's even big differences in our region, what people want to do. So that's uh, uh, being on the board. You get to see all the different uh, aspects and all the the needs of the different members. And uh, uh, I guess being on the board, we just have to figure out how to how to do everything and how we can make people happy with the the programs and everything that are put out uh the biggest surprise that i had being on the board is the strength of certified angus beef uh what it does for our industry the meat industry how CAB has basically made the Angus or black cattle so dominant in in uh, in the Angus breed that every breed wants to be what Angus is. Uh, then what I really was amazed at the the consumer wants what we have the certified Angus beef. Uh, the packing plants, we are a quality grade to the packing plants. It used to be select, choice, and prime. Now, when you talk to a packing plant, it's select, which there's only one buyer for choice, CAB, and prime. We are a quality grade. People don't want choice meat. They want CAB meat, something better than the average in uh, being at the CAB conference, you definitely see that, uh, yeah, people, the consumer wants our product. Uh, I never knew how strong that was until you actually see it from from the consumer part of it. You guys get a lot of information when you're in those board meetings and get to hear a lot of different perspectives. So that's that's fun to hear what you guys, what you've taken away from it. Um, as we look ahead to the annual meeting, is there anything else that you'd like to people to know before they get to Orlando in November? Yeah, you know, I I guess I I hope everybody or as many people that can make it show up. Uh, we are a membership owned or ran association. Uh, members need to be active. They need to be at the annual meeting. Uh, it's the best time that they can voice their concerns, talk to different board members, talk to different members. Uh, it's a great educational setting. You learn a lot. You learn the, the current issues that are going on. So I guess, yeah, I, I stress or try to get as many people involved in the association as uh, it's the members that make us uh Without the members, we we won't have an association. So it's very important that that you attend and and ask questions and get educated on the current topics. That's a great point. And for any of our listeners out there, if you have not signed up, you can go to angusconvention.com and get yourself registered and find find details on the annual meeting as well as some of the educational and and I guess networking opportunities and all the events down there. But Charles, I just want to say thank you for your time. Thank you for your time on the board. We know that that's a in a, any volunteer position that means that it's uh, time away from home and also probably a little bit of added responsibility for those family members who are left behind. So 
thank you for your service and look forward to seeing you, seeing you here in a couple of weeks. Yes, well, thanks. Uh, I just want to say, tell the membership, thanks for letting me have the opportunity to serve you the last three years. Uh, I sure hope uh, the, I can get back on and that the next three years will be just as interesting. And uh, we, I guess I hope we can keep moving the association in the right direction and that good things will happen. I think that sounds like a wish that everybody wants. So thank you, Charles. Elections will take place during the annual convention of delegates, Monday, November 6th. Not registered yet? There's still time to join us. Visit AngusConvention.com to learn more. To listen to all board candidate interviews and to keep up on all the latest Angus news, visit AngusJournal.net.